0: Welcome to Tanakh Daily, a congregation Ahavas Torah initiative. Today, we are discussing chapter 29, Parak Chav of Sefer Shmuel, which picks up where we left off two chapters ago. Recall that David has run to find refuge among the Plishtim, specifically with Achish, the king of Gat. And while he's there, he gains the trust of the Plishtim, specifically this king, Achish. And he does so by deceiving him, by making the king think that he is uh, fighting battles against Bnei Israel to show how how fully he has turned his back against Bnei Yisrael, when in fact David is doing just the opposite. David is is making wars, fighting, is raiding, pillaging the cities of the foes of Bnei Israel who are living in the southwest of uh, of Eretz Israel. So David is fighting for Bnei Israel, even though he's outside, he's on the margins of society. He's actually Pretty much an exile, uh, and he's doing so while deceiving Achish into thinking that he is fighting against Bnei Israel. And that uh, beginning of the narrative it hits its peak when Achish asks David to now join the Plishtim in a broader campaign against Bnei Israel. And David answers him with this kind of cryptic answer that Achish, no doubt, takes as an affirmation that David is willing to go and fight with them. But we, as the reader, can can read between the lines and see that David was really was really not quite giving him uh, his word on this. Okay, that's where the, the narrative ended with David and Achish, and then we jumped to the story of Shaul and the witch of Endor, uh, which conjures up, uh, Sh- who, the, the witch ca- conjures up Shmuel from the grave and tells Shaul that he's going to die together with Yonatan uh, in this fight against the Plishtim. And now, after that episode, that very dark and kind of bizarre episode, we now jump back to David with the Plishtim. And this jumping back and forth is such an artful and, and suspenseful way of telling this story because it allows for the buildup of, of tension as we wonder how Dovid is going to handle his involvement or lack of involvement in this battle. What's he going to do? Is he going uh, to just have to confess that he can't fight with them and, and kind of ruin his, his cover story? Is he going to fight with them, but in the last moment, do something that... Uh, that undermines the battle? Is he gonna turn immediately fully against them? We don't, we don't know how David's going to handle this. And so that question hangs in the air. Uh, and then we are told that Sha'ul and Yonatan are going to die in this conflict. So it couldn't be that David is gonna be so successful if he's going to turn his back on the Plishtim, right? It's like all, all these things are up in the air and in our parrach, some, some of these questions start to get resolved. We're told that the Plishtim are gearing up for the attack. Uh, with David and his men uh, being in the, in the back, there in the rear, with Achish and and his men, and the at that point the Plishti princes, the heads of the other Plishti city states, they express their concern about David. They tell Achish, uh, "How can we possibly trust David to be loyal to us and fight uh, his own people? This is the the very same David who you know who, about whom it is said that he he kills Plishtim in the ten thousands. So maybe David uh, is going to turn on us." And there'll be another front to this battle. We can't trust him, in short. And of course, these princes are absolutely correct. We have to imagine that that is, in fact, David's plan. We don't know his strategy. The, the sefer doesn't tell us. But we have, to underst- we have to imagine that that's probably what David was going to do. So they're 100% right. And uh, Achish disagrees with them. But ultimately, he capitulates, and he tells David that David uh, is not going to be able to fight; that he has to go home. David's always being told he can't fight, um, and that he must go home. That's a theme for David. And David objects. He says, "I, uh," you know, he says, haven't I proven to be loyal to you? you What have I done?" And Achish profusely apologizes to David. He tells him that he knows that David is yashar v'tov. He knows David is upright and that he is good, and uh, and he kind of lavishes praise on him and and just you know emphatically apologizes. And uh, but nonetheless, David has to go home. And so our question is answered to some degree. That the, the tension that's been building up now we know that. David is not going to have a chance to intervene in the war against the Plishtim, and ironically, Shaul has kind of there, therefore lost his last hope. His, his one real ally, his one chance of pulling this out was actually from David himself, Within uh, the uh, the lines of the plishtim, that's no longer going to be this lifeline to Shaul, uh, and in a certain respect, we now know that Shaul's fate is uh, is, is is really sealed. What makes this p- perek so utterly delicious is just how blind Achish is to to David, how 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 he profusely apologizes when in fact David is is really this double agent. But more than that, what makes it all the more rich is how precisely the opposite, the, the, the relationship between David and Achish is, uh, to uh, that of David and Shaul. This is like the bizarro world of Shmuel Aleph. In the David and Shaul relationship, the king feels threatened by David, while everyone else, especially the princes and princesses actually, uh, see that David is no threat at all. They see that, that David is in, in, a, in a word, Yashar, Vitov, right? Uh, which he is, and, and and that's the truth. We have every reason to, to believe that David was uh, acting with great integrity and, and had no intention of undermining Sha'ul. So that's the David-Sha'ul relationship. And in the bizarro world of Gat and the Plishtim, uh, the king feels that David is loyal, that he is Yashar Vitov. The princes suspect that he's not. And indeed, the king is wrong and the princes are right. David is not loyal. David is actually undermining this king. And so it's this very clear inverse uh, kind of narrative, and it's driven home, this, this, this parallel, this opposite parallel is driven home by David's response when he is told by Achish that he's not going to be able to participate in this battle against Bnei Yisrael, David says, He says, But what have I done? And what has thou found in thy servant so long as I have been before you until this day? Okay, so let's compare that. When, When have we heard words like that from David? So what, did, what does David say to Sha'ul? When David confronts Sha'ul, when he has his spear and he has his jug of water and, he, and he's trying to snap Sha'ul out of this, uh, this this absolute state of fear and panic and trying to destroy David, what does he say? Ki me'asisi uma What have I done? What evil is in my hand? Or as David says to Yonatan in Perak. Uh, Chaf, in, in, in chapter 20, he says, What have I done? What is my iniquity? What is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? Time and again, David asks regarding Sha'ul, What is my sin? And now he's asking it disingenuously uh, to King Achish as well. Two parallel and opposite stories woven together masterfully and soon coming to a head for Sha'ul. That's it for today. Chazak Emats and happy learning.